0: In today's episode, I'm joined by visionary software developer of the platform Simatrax, which filters digital audio to accelerate your brain's potential. Now, Alan Brunton, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself and give us a little bit of background in a minute, but this is stuff that is applicable to podcasts like this, to music recordings, to corporate trainings, to online education, books, audio books, I should say, and many other applications. So it's something that I'm absolutely fascinated about when I spoke to Alan a few weeks ago and I've really been looking forward to finding out a bit more and digging deeper on this. So I'll see you there. A few weeks since we managed to get this together so i'm really excited that you have actually we're doing this live now and i'm really excited to actually dig deeper into your technology and the applications it has um i was fascinated when i spoke to you uh, a little while ago so i'm looking forward to this do you want to give us a quick introduction um background into what this is all about and we'll dig deeper as we go through but just a, a short intro of who you are why you're here and uh and what you do
1: well, yeah, uh, and, and I greatly appreciate it. I feel honored, you know, to be on, on this um, interview with you. And so, uh, you, you know, it's it's making my day, and, and I, I greatly appreciate the time. Um, my background actually comes from um, singing opera, and I used to sing opera professionally. Plus, also in my uh, managerial skills, uh, I have opened 33 different restaurants, a few of my own, and mostly for other people, had my own television cooking show for about a year and a half and when I did that I produced that show and and so it got me into the the, the crossover time of going from analog to digital. So I was really fascinated love the accessibility of digital and so that kind of like has always been staying with me. but because I used to sing opera I would there were times I was in a rehearsal hall and I'd be working with a pianist and I would feel certain phrases that go through and and by the tuning of the piano and and, and such that I knew that something was very, very different with certain music and certain notes and frequencies. But I didn't start actually looking at it until 2009 when I saw some reports coming out. Um, These were clinical trials about the differentiation of the brain's cognitive ability between concert A at 440 hertz and 432. So I actually said, well, okay, I'll give it a whirl. And so I I took about 85 hours worth of digital audio that I had downloaded, uh, meditation music, and I had transposed that uh, by uploading it into a program and went from 440 hertz of Concert A to 432 and started listening to it. And a lot of things just really happened um, that were outstanding to me uh i actually went to mensa before i even started that project and to see if i was smart enough to be able to do the project and i got tested by them at my iq was at 130 so i said okay i'm smart enough to do this so i went ahead and just started transposing this and uh started listening to this music this meditation music every single morning for anywhere from 1 to 3 hours and after five years, somebody asked me about the report I got from Mensa, and I was going to show it to them. Well, after five years, do you have a new computer? So I didn't have that report. So I had to go back to Mensa and, and test it out again. And so as I tested again, well, the second test was showing my IQ was now 142. And so I'm going, OK, if it works on me, it should work on everybody. And I even found one clinical trial report from Oxford and their Neurological Research Institute showing that just with one application of specific frequencies, you can rewire your synaptic nerves into a new optimal subconscious behavior. And uh, this was a program that was documented and filmed and presented by um, a program called Through the Wormhole that was uh, uh, hosted by Morgan Freeman. And so with that, and then I did a lot more digging into clinical trial data from Johns Hopkins, the Mayo Clinic, MIT, Harvard, and of course, Oxford. And I found out that they were all doing the same type of, of trials with specific frequencies. And there are multiple frequencies that are better for you than what we are using right now that are all found in digital audio. So I just said, wait a second where's the software that I can use to make the digital audio I listen to healthier for me? And I was told, well, that's never been done. And I just said, okay, I'll do it. That's awesome. There's, Yeah, I mean, I've met so many people that, um, you know, have, have just like done stupid things that have made them multimillionaires. And I go, well, okay, it was stupid back then, but now then it's logical. And so I I got uh, uh, a saying about that, too. And I said, well, shoot, I mean, I know these people. I've met them back whenever they were, like, waiting tables or bartending. And now then they're multimillionaires with television shows. So why can't I do it, too? Well, I, of course I can. And so that's what I did. It took me about a year to find somebody that could write the code for acoustic-based software. took another three years to get it patented. And uh, took uh, a couple more years to find a university that was actually into the field of using sound frequency that, that said, okay, yeah, we would love to be able to uh, do a trial for you or a couple of trials. And I went, great. So uh, the Department of Communication Science and Disease at James Madison University in Virginia finished a trial a couple of months ago. Um showing the positive nature of our software when used as a um, daily therapy for PTSD and for autism. So that just opens up a whole new world for healthcare.
0: Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. Um so this show the the, the systematic success podcast I should say um you know we talk to uh, small business owners and we help them to make their lives better and to, and to use systems. And this is a, a great example of how actually, I think that they can use technology to improve their businesses, but how then could this be applied to a business? And obviously I've got a few ideas, but I wanna hear it from you of, of the kind of things that this could actually make an impact or to to uh, improve how yeah, business owners are delivering their message, I guess.
1: Well yeah and I greatly appreciate that because that's actually the direction that we're going with uh, our target market audience is to uh small medium large businesses. Um the let's say for corporate training when I spoke with somebody at Deloitte about that they gave me the numbers immediately and said only eight to twelve percent of people involved with audio video training retain one hundred percent of the information. The next forty percent only retain thirty percent of what they're being taught, and the last fifty percent are totally disengaged. They could care less. All they want to do is check mark the box. They've completed it, submitted it to HR, get on a plane, and go home. So Deloitte was telling me that they are do exhausting any type of ideas they can to be able to get a, a bigger return on investment to train their employees, and so they said, let's hire famous actors and actresses to read the script, the audio for us. So they did hire Morgan Freeman, and they said, okay, this is going to allow people to either consciously or subconsciously recognize the voice, thereby trusting the information more coming in. And the guy told me, but they trusted it too much because they got too comfortable with listening to him. And after 15 to 20 minutes, they were falling asleep. And I told him it's not because they trusted it. It's because there is white noise in all digital audio. And that is documented. And that's exactly what our software does, is a reduction of the volume of the amount of white noise that people subject themselves to so they have better focused attention. They're not uh, having the squirrel moments, you know, when things are happening. They're able to concentrate. And also, a- according to our uh, Continuing Education University client, it, they have a better retention of the information as well. Uh, one guy was asked uh, a month after he took the class what he thought about the class from the owner of the company. And he said, well, it was just absolutely wonderful. It was bright. It was clear. I I remember word for word everything I was being taught during the video. And so, you know, we're, we're looking at, at changing the world to optimize how every single person uses their brain and just to recognize all sound around them.
0: Okay. I mean, we. I've been thinking about this since we last spoke, and for me, if I think about the applications, or the, the uses of audio that I have in my business at the moment and the ones I intend to do, and I can just see that these are, there's so many specific applications for this. And for example, I mean, we have extensive online training courses. And right. so we have hours and hours of videos ac- across multiple courses. And people retaining that information is the difference between them being successful with our programs or not. And we are you know, continually trying to develop ways for... Uh, to improve their retention or the uh, of that information, so giving them worksheets, giving them quizzes, whatever. But if we could actually change right. it fundamentally at the source,
1: then yeah, we, okay, we, those things. yeah we,
0: yeah. yeah we're yeah. we're changing it according to the physics of the brain. Yeah, yeah, and audio books as well. I mean, I'm yet to publish yep. my first audio book, but again, if I can get people to listen to my audiobook, I mean, I, I've listened to literally hundreds hundreds of business audiobooks, and if I could have yep. retained you know even even 50% of that information let alone 70 or 80% then uh, i'd probably be a lot further on in my business than i am now um uh, because the 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 content is often gold but we haven't got time to keep on going back and studying and you know back in university i remember you know you listen to lectures online lectures then something i'd be spent hours like writing notes out and repeating them and etc so right, for, right. For, for us business owners it's the same thing like we're constantly learning constantly striving to, to improve ourselves. And this sounds like it could be a game changer for, yeah, for both it, it, ourselves, it, it, but also our clients.
1: And an example that I use is Google. And Google has over 5,000 computer programmers on staff. And all they do is sit at, at the computer all day long with headphones on, listening to music and writing code. Well, the CDC reports that 85% of all disease is caused by stress. And... The documentation shows that white noise causes stress. We reduce the stress, so there is less tension with these computer programmers. Plus, their output now then is longer because they have better focused attention, and with reduced stress, they have less sick days. Now, what would that be worth to Google?
0: Mm. So this is um, so. Just to understand what you're suggesting here is that, say, if I'm just working, and obviously for my staff as well that if I was to block out noise or some noise cancelling sort of good headphones, but then listen yeah. to some clean audio, so to speak, your has been through your algorithm. So oh, yeah. then then, then instead of the music actually, even though I think it's doing me good and making me calm, it's actually it, you know, secretly doing me some harm, but then flip this around, this is not only just going to take away that harm, it's actually going to enhance my ability to do the task at hand.
1: Yeah, there is actually, uh, on our website at simatrax.com, there is uh, two buttons in the center of the page, the bottom of the first page. Uh, One of them says, Take the Challenge. And there at Take the Challenge, uh, we have three different recordings, um, classical music, rock and roll, and spoken word presented two different ways. And we asked people to go on and take the challenge to be able to listen to all of one column, column A, and then listen to column B. And then there is a two or three different questionnaire, or I think just two questions. Which one did you like and why? And so far we've got about 74, 75% of the people um, easily recognizing which column has been treated with the Track software, not because of the way it sounds, but because of the way they feel. Now, so many people will listen to music, for an emotional break, they want to feel good. They want to feel happy. They want to release the stress. Well, the more white noise you're subjecting yourself to, the more that you're shutting down your respiratory. You're shutting down your 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 um, uh, your heart rate. You're sh- even slowing down the glands in your body from producing essential chemicals. Because see, the brain. The brain is sort of like a computer in a way that it does not recognize white noise as the two words white noise. It recognizes each and every individual frequency that is within digital audio. And put together, it is millions of frequencies. And that's the reason why it sounds like rushing water. So, So
0: Can I I just pause for a second? Yeah. um, To ask you, what is white noise? And you spoke about it a few times, and I know, I think I think I know, but yeah. what is white noise, and how, and how well, can we hear it? Is it something that we're aware of?
1: Yeah, it actually, I mean, if you think about the, the, the sound that is caused by a fan in your bedroom, there's that wishing sound. Yeah. So, but to reproduce that in digital audio, it is frequencies that are right next to each other that are so close that it sounds like that rushing water sound.
0: Because I'm thinking with my my son, for example, my my he's now six, but when he was a baby, we used to play him uh, waterfall music, which he got addicted yep. to when he was at my mum's house, who's got a little waterfall in her garden. And he used to sleep next to it, and then he couldn't sleep yep. without it, or so we thought anyway. And right. um, and then that's obviously on a white noise track on Spotify or whatever. And so Correct. I've always thought that white noise is that crackly sort of thing. But but I think what you're talking about here is it is that actually even if you're not aware of there being noise there. Because if you you, you know, you talked about lectures and, and whatever, you wouldn't expect to be sat in a lecture and the is talking and the background you're hearing in effect some waterfall. It sounds clean. But I think you're saying it goes it goes to a subconscious mind with the right word, but it's undetectable what we're talking about here. So it's not just like noisy, messy old old record, you know, dust on the record type sound. This is a we we're not actually aware
1: of, is that right? correct yeah and that and for that reason in particular is the is the the mandate for any ted talk to go no longer than 18 minutes because they recognize that when somebody is out there on the stage talking everything is being amplified through digital audio And it is inherent that 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 white noise is within that, and people will start to fall asleep or lose their focused attention, start looking at their watches, their cell phones, et cetera, after 15 to 18 minutes. There was actually a a great study done over in India, uh, truck drivers that had, uh, they they focused on um, digestive uh, illnesses that were occurring so broadly with truck drivers and they um after about 3 years worth of study they they identified the the culprit of that being uh noise pollution within the truck cab and because of the the engine running the the road noise uh the wind blowing etc all of these things just caused people from not having uh the optimal use of their brains functionality it 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 it's like um i i i just really can't even say i i went to a lady gaga concert a couple of months ago and the venue was like an awful place that had just awful acoustics and as soon as lady gaga started the sound was so hard actually the the sleeve On on, on my shirt was actually moving as the sound hit. It was so loud and disruptive. We had to leave during the first song. I mean, $500 for two tickets. And, you know, it's like I had to leave because it was actually so hard on the body. And once um, I got home, It took me another two to three hours to be able to unwind, decompress before I was actually even able to go to sleep. Everybody has that story. They go like, oh, yeah, it was a great concert. I'm still wide awake. Well, yeah, you're wide awake because your whole body has been raped just with all this pounding and pounding and pounding. And even on the the lower levels of even soft music um, and and just like the listening to my voice right now, listening to your voice, it it, it really is a way of being able to focus intently because we have not trained ourselves to think in, in such a way that we have abilities beyond our five senses and once we then focus more we'll be able to use our intuition more or you know the, the the little voice that stands on your shoulder um it 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 it's a way of of being better to ourselves of loving ourselves of of being able to completely understand see in epigenetics which is um you know the the new way of looking at genetics is that every single cell in the body has receptors and each receptor is influenced by its motion by four environmental influences chemicals heat light and sound and we th- we see through cymatic expressions um why and how the actual physics of matter being moved by specific frequencies actually uh, Matter will be moved by any type of sound, but to move it in the direction you want to move it, that takes an understanding of specific frequencies, and that's exactly what we're talking about doing right now, is to be able to measure that when the neurotransmitters then pass from the synapse to the dendrite and travel up along the axons, to be able to give a better, purer signal to the brain. It, it, it's... A neurologist every neurologist i've spoken to has always just looked at me and said it's absolutely logical
0: wow awesome so this i mean this is obviously fascinating especially i've got you know i've got a background in medicine i've done neurology uh as an undergraduate and um and so for me this is just this is fascinating and um so but i i'm interested to know that if people are listening to this now, maybe they've got an audiobook, maybe they've got a podcast, maybe they do mm-hmm. coaching training like myself, like where would they how could they test this stuff out? and and is there, you know is, is it something that's available to 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 the public or is it is it sort of application only how does it how does it actually work? and where would they find out about it?
1: Yeah. what we have done, and we are a young startup company, um and we're we're still looking at at raising our initial, Uh, funding, everything's been bootstrapped out of our back pocket so far. Uh, They can go to uh, simatrax.com. That's C-Y-M-A-T-R-A-X.com. And right there on the, the center of the page down the lower, there is two different buttons. One says create an account and the other one says take the challenge. Well, when you go to create an account, you can go there and you can upload, and that is the, what we're, we're calling our retail availability for, to use the software. Anybody can go there, create an account, and let's say you upload a four-minute and 30-second MP3 of the Rolling Stones. It takes about five seconds to render a new output file. Uh, once you do that, then you can download it. That file is yours, and you now then have uh, filtered digital audio um but what anybody can go there and and the way that we analyze this so if if we uploaded a 4 minute and 30 second um uh, mp3 uh we would charge $4.30 and anybody can go there and we've had people um podcasters over 250 podcasters have used this um But if you're wanting to do an entire library, then I would just say, just contact me directly because we can give you like up to a 75% discount, depending on how many hundreds of hours worth of audio you want to be able to upload. But no, anybody can go there. Oh, I got to tell you this, and for all your listeners as well, at this time, and we haven't changed this, this yet. But at this time, anybody who goes to simatracks.com and creates a new account, they get to use the entire week for free. So if you have a thousand rock and roll songs that you want to listen to and have better, clearer focus while you're doing that or meditation music, you can go and upload that for free. Fantastic that's amazing i mean
0: depending on when you are listening to this podcast it may or may not still be available but if you are then and you are listening to it in the relatively near to when this is released i go and check it out that sounds awesome um i think we should uh put this particular episode through the software definitely we, and, absolutely um, before yep. we release yep. it yeah, yeah so ho- yeah, hopefully it's... all be all being well and uh my my uh my podcast uh, agent get uh, doesn't jump the gun and stick this live. Then this will have been through. If not, we'll we'll replace the audio and it will go through at some point. Um, Great. Yeah, I'm fascinated to hear if, um, the difference between the two. I just think it's uh, it sounds uh, it sounds amazing. It sounds remarkable. It sounds too good to be true, almost. Um, yeah. and and that's why I think that it's it's something that one probably has to just experience to really get. And so the fact that you can go on there and, and, and test it out for yourself, I think that's absolutely awesome. Um, so, yep. yeah, are really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, and and even if people want to be able to do a blind test for themselves, uh, people can contact me, and I will be happy to take any music that they have. Like Grammy Hall of Fame member Sir Earl Toon, one of the founding members of the disco band Cool in the Gang, heard what I was doing, emailed me his latest digital master, and I ran it through the software and then put both versions onto my phone, and he put on my studio headphones. Listen to both versions after eight minutes, and he took off the headphones, and he said, Alan, I got to tell you the way it is. The first one was sweet. It was pinpoint clear. I could hear each and every note exactly. I had so much energy, I felt like I could dance all night long. I know my own music. I worked on it in the studio for four months. That second one? Brother, I'm sorry if that was your software, but man, the second one was murky? It just made me want to roll up into a ball and go to sleep. I said, the second one was your original. And he said, man, this needs to be in every recording studio in the world. Now, musicians that sit in the studio day after day, listening and feeling, just the same as I expressed in the beginning, actually have an intuity to be able to to recognize and feel the, the sound a lot better. There's, there's a one woman named Am- Amy Cammie, who is a, a professional harpist, and she has seven CDs out. And she is also a registered, certified music therapist, and she takes her harp into hospice centers and recovery rooms And I ran one of her CDs through the software and then emailed it to her. It was only like five minutes later, she called me up and said, Alan, I could feel the difference in 20 seconds. So it really is happening. It really is working. And it's just, you know, it's so subliminal. it's, it's, It's like eating appropriately, you know, instead of eating fried foods with cream gravies and everything no you're having salads and, and fresh fish you know steamed fish that that is going to be able to help you with with your entire body well take care of the brain and the brain will help take care of the body even better absolutely
0: amen to that alan it's been an absolute pleasure and I, genuinely i um i've been looking forward to hearing more about this and i'm very glad that we did this because it's something i had no idea existed before we spoke and i'm sure most people listen to this had never thought this i mean people have heard of white noise and and whatever but to, to know the negative effects of it the positive effects of actually doing something about it but in this very specific way and the fact that this is something that's readily available for everyone to try that's awesome so carl thank you enough for coming down this has been absolutely brilliant or coming on i should say uh this has been actually brilliant and uh, i'm sure uh, this would be a very very popular podcast so thank you very much indeed
1: Thank you, Steve. I greatly appreciate it.